Okay, hi, how are hi. you? Oh, fine, thank you. I'm <laughs> so sorry. I've never been here. Uh, yeah. Neither have I. So I was just like, well, I think this might be okay. Shooting it raw? Yes. Shooting it raw. Well, photography for me is to channel what I see and find important at the, at the moment to other people. Have you trained in photography? I've trained in photography. I did the, the whole, I did everything I, I was assisting. And I went to school. And uh, then I was assisting again. And then I started my own business. Oh, wow. wow. So when you say you went to school, studying at university or more of a... Of a yeah, I, 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 I studied photography at the London College of Printing. Yeah, thank you for joining me. Nice to meet you. Uh, how about we, we uh, talk a little bit about where we are right now? It's, it's kind of dramatic and it's quite spectacular. It is fantastic, actually, because the first time when I came to Hong Kong, yeah. never been here before, uh, we were at the time living in Beijing, but I flew over here because my husband was working here, and we actually stayed at the hotel just here. Uh, by the convention center. Okay. So, uh, and I flew in, and the weather was exactly like this, <laughs> and I, and I everything was gray. And uh, my husband said, "Oh, it's such a pity because Hong Kong is so green. It's it's, it's so, such a green city." Mm. And I was like, "Well, it's not. It looks totally <laughs> gray." <laughs> and it was this kind of weather for three days. Yeah. And then I flew out. But then when I came back next time, it was really green. So. I, for sure, for sure. Okay, great. So have, have some coffee. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for joining me. I thank realize you. this is very... Uh, so right now we are outside. So in the background, somebody's listening is going to hear the helicopter and then the person watering the plants and there's construction and phones. And so it's, it's you know, we're surrounded by a very noisy space and who knows if this will work out. So it's an experiment. Yeah. It's an experiment. So, but I will say thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. I have to say that your photographs are, it's always, it's great to have people's slices. And you're a photographer and a, how would you describe yourself as a commercial photographer or as an art photographer? When I started out, I wanted to uh, look at myself as an art photographer. Along the way, I had to work as well. So then I became a commercial photographer, but I've always had time and dreams to, to do my own projects. Yeah. So actually moving here to Hong Kong has been fantastic for me uh, because here I've, ha I've been able to find time uh, because the way we live our life here to, to work on my own projects, which is fantastic. Okay, so for the first image, um, do you remember offhand what the title of this photo is? Two dogs. Two dogs. Okay, yeah. so it's it's kind of sepia, black and white. There's uh, a photograph uh, of uh, some kind of, I would assume, a. it's in Hong Kong. or well, It's hard to know if that's traditional Chinese or um, simplified Chinese characters. But on the wall is a, a sign, so you can see a bit of Chinese. It's image, the images of the sort of the entranceway, and there are these two, I'd call them chihuahuas, wearing very nice collars, I guess, yeah. sitting behind the glass door, just kind of looking, 
And then behind them is a very um, elegant, stylish looking, is it a cafe? Is it a bookstore? What is it? I actually think it's an architecture uh, office. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. Is it in Hong Kong? It's in Hong Kong and it's around the area where I live. I live in Saimpo. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is actually one of the picture, which is one of the hundred picture that I actually right at this moment have an exhibition mm-hmm. at, the, at the place uh, called Sin Sin Atelier. Okay. And I'm showing 14 framed uh, picture out of 100. The rest are showed as a slideshow. Mm. And, and yeah. This is one of the framed images? Yes, it okay. is. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and what is the theme of the show? The theme of the show is um, I'm showing the daily life in, in Hong Kong. It actually started out uh, almost a year ago when when the when the virus broke down and and I actually even got more time because at the I remember in the beginning you were not supposed to go out in the streets a lot and try to avoid a lot of you know a lot of people. So um, what I did was that I started to do night walks actually in the middle of the night. So, uh, and I gave myself the, uh, the project 100 days. So I decided to take one picture and, and post on, on social media to look forward because I, I, I was thinking after 100 days, the virus must be gone. And everybody kept saying that, you know, when the summer comes, the virus will be gone, you know, it's going to be warmer and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. And everybody knows that really didn't happen. Yeah, I know. Here we are, 368 days <laughs> yeah. later, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the photograph is, it might just be my, my, my laptop that we're looking at it on my laptop. So, but the, the, the sort of the, is it printed in this kind of sepia tone or is it like it's a very warm black and white? Yeah. So uh, this kind of technique, uh, uh, this is done. This is, I went back to what I, what I learned and did in, in, in school. Mm-hmm. So this is a leaf print. Okay. And everybody who knows, uh, who has been working in the dark room, knows the, the technique. Mm. It's actually that you overexpose the, the paper and then you develop the picture in a very diluted developer. And it's a certain kind of paper and it's a certain kind of developer. So this is the, the, the way the image turns out, mm. a little bit warm, yellowish. And then after that, you can tone it, you can selenium tone it, so it becomes a little bit crispier and a little bit more magenta in the shadows, but uh, Anton Corbin, for example, he became really famous doing this kind of technique yeah. with the pictures of you two during your short tree. And, right. Yeah. Okay, so sometimes I've, I've used this word in the past and I've definitely used it uh, on the podcast and while describing images is that it's a black and white that's practically delicious. Like, And it's, it's an interesting, because you're shooting through a glass door, so there's the, the reflections uh, basically, these two dogs, it's a happy accident where one of the dogs is looking at the photographer, you know, and it's almost like they're judging you. They're almost like looking at you like, yeah, who who do you think you are? Exactly. And you see that dog there is yeah. actually looking up at the man walking here. Right. right he looks right. really big and scary. Uh-huh. And the dog looks really scared. Well. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So what has the reception been to, to your show? I mean, because in, in a way, it's a as artists, we get inspired by our by what's happening in our lives and by in our kind of immediate or in the culture and all this stuff. So, so what has 
the response been to your photographs? It's been very good. I'm I'm so thankful. Uh, the response uh, has been so good, and I haven't I couldn't have asked for more. I mean, oh, wow. they've been writing about it in the Chinese media and on, on the social media and. I mean, I'm from Sweden, so the Swedish community and the Swedish chamber and the consulate, everybody has been writing right. so, so nice words. So I've been... If you think about uh, all of the positive comments and reviews, what, which one stood out that you thought was closest to your spirit, to your thinking, to your... You know what I mean, like where somebody said something, we said, okay, they really understood. That's, that's hitting a nerve. Yeah. I, in fact... It is. I I've heard it a few times. I, I I just couldn't say the name of the persons. That's fine. But when I tell them that my project has been that I've been out taking pictures every day for hundred days, and have come up with this kind of result, they do understand that it's hard. It can be difficult to find a picture that is really is valuable okay. for for what kind of project you have. Okay every day or you have to move around and you have to just be very uh, in in a good stage to actually see this picture sure. or i i use i actually say that you're given the moments okay. and if you are in tune with yourself you are actually able to see it right and it's up to you in a second to catch it or not right okay okay <laughs> let's move on to the next photo while we listen to the cappuccino being made The reason why I met you is because the director of the Swedish Chamber said, "Oh, oh, you have you have to talk to to Andrea." I was like, "Okay." So I look at these images, and uh, here's another great you know photograph that is this part of the 100 series? It's not. No, it's it's not. actually uh, it's actually an older photograph, okay. and it's also done in the same uh, leaf printing uh, technique uh-huh. that I wanted to show you. Yeah. So the way I I take pictures when I'm, it's kind of the same theme. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, no, so this is taken uh, when I was in, when I lived in London. Okay. And uh, the whole Madonna picture here is symbolized, I think, myself, the way I look. I do, I do, I do view, how do you say that in a nice way? I, I watch a little bit behind. Okay. Yeah. Like filter. Yes. Okay. So the image uh, is is really beautiful. Uh, so this is a, a, a normal human being. This is a human being or a mannequin? It is a person. Okay. It's a human being. It's a person. <laughs> okay. So it's it's this it's a woman with very nice makeup who's clearly you know the eyebrows are nice and you can't okay so she's wearing a scarf or something and it looks like almost like a shredded fabric that's veiling over her face so her her shoulder is exposed but this fabric or whatever it's hard to it almost looks like a very fine um spider web it's so thin and, and sheer so you can see her face underneath it but around so it's black and white again around other than this, this fabric or whatever it is on her face and her everything around her is totally black and it's very uh close up so as an image, it sort of invites you in this very sort of intimate, we're right there, right? So when you made the photograph, you either 
I don't. I can't really. I could probably guess what kind of lens you used, but I'm assuming you're pretty close to your subject. I'm assuming. So, what was the, what was the the moment that you made this photo? Of? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's actually. Uh, I am in the studio taking the picture, and I I started out, and my favorite format still with is medium format. Mm -hmm. Before I shot only with Mamiya and Hasselblad, so it's six by seven, for example, is my favorite mm -hmm. uh, format. So this is a planned uh, studio shot, and um, was it for a magazine? Was it for her? No, it was. Yeah, it was for myself. Oh, it was for you, really? Yeah, nice. yeah, okay. yeah. This is a, a person I know, and uh, and she's an artist, so we were working together, right. doing uh, projects together. Sure. Yeah. It's a very uh, cinematic image. Like in my mind, it could easily be a still from an old Egyptian movie. Like, like this is just like in terms yeah. of, I connected to what I've seen. So yeah, it could be, yeah. I don't know if I don't know where she's from. She could be Egyptian. It's just it's that it could very easily be that, that kind of still. Okay, I say to you, open book. You can talk about anything. Yeah, we can do anything. Yeah. Pick four photographs, yeah. and you're just like, ah, four photos, I don't know. I'll tell you. Hold on, we'll let the truck pass by. <laughs> it is one of the best pictures I've taken. It's one of my favorites, I okay. think. Right. So that's also one of the reasons I, I picked this one. Yeah, I think I, I like the image. I like the... I, I think if I try to dig really deep, it could be that I might want to see myself in there there oh. i see myself but it's shield and I, i'm swedish but I, I was adopted okay i am adopted adoptive south okay. korean adoptive okay yes and uh, as a baby or as a child as a child um I, one of my first memories are actually my in sweden i don't have any memories from korea okay at all but you left at what age Probably I was around two and a half, yeah, three years you old. Yeah, never remember anyways. No. I mean, all that stuff is gone. Yeah. It was never there. So it's it's interesting that... Okay, so what is this fabric? It's, it is a... It, it is, it's just a black fabric. A shawl? Silk, silk. Like a silk uh, shawl? Yeah, yeah. It, like, it looks like... It's like a really interesting choice of fabric because it's, it's like on the one hand, on the edges of the fabric, you can see that it's knit, and yet over her face... It's practically like it's so thin; it almost looks like co the cobwebs or spider yeah, webs. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it gives that feeling of of old time. Yeah, and clear look. It's it's one of your f preferred photos. Yeah, and sometimes sometimes explaining it ruins it. So you know what I mean? Like it's just like well, maybe you just like it because you like it, and it touches <laughs> something. Yeah, but it is a beautiful image. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. if if you want to see it. Go see it on the website or all that stuff. Exactly. But yeah, it's just, yeah. it's really fantastic. Yeah. Let's go to the next image. Yeah. Another still from a movie, but no, no, but obviously not. But yeah. this so this is also one of the photos from the uh, exhibition I'm having oh, at the moment. That, by the way, is called A Visual Journey to Unreal Another Tale of the City. The visual journey to un unveil, unveil another tale of the city. Okay, okay. Nice. 
And, and so this was made in Hong Kong again. It is and, made in Hong Kong. Yeah. It's on what's that street? Something Street. Uh, Mercy Street. Mercy Street. Okay. So the so the image is ah, the, the sort of the, a throwback to another time. You could say because it's black and white. It's got you know uh, it's the inside of a diner. It looks like a diner. There's the uh, neon uh, Chinese characters. Uh, there's a woman standing inside looking at the photographer through the window. She's wearing a mask, which is just, you know, in a way, it's part of reality now. Hidden away down the alley is a guy, and clearly this is really great printing and great, great exposure, where you're careful to print this person, of course, on his phone. <laughs> Everybody's yeah, on their phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can just see the hint. He's wearing his mask. Yeah. Um, and so where along the 100 days, what number would this be? Oh, I don't even know my heart, but I could easily say that is a number sometimes in the end, I think. I could, towards the end, okay. Towards the end, yes. It could be something like 86. Okay, 86. <laughs> I love it. I, I did, I did a series. It is 94. 94. No, 94. Sorry. It's mm. fine. Yes. <laughs> no, it's great. Like, um, in a way, art is also created by the spectator. So, you know, you, you made the image. You were sort of taken by the scene in the moment. You, you didn't play. Like, the woman isn't a, a model. Um, but everything about this image is just beautiful. So rich and dense. And, and by looking at it, I can, you know, my immediate reaction was, oh, it's a still from a movie and all this stuff, right? So as a photographer across your life, yeah. when did you get a, a reaction from the outside world that said, wow, you really kind of, you did something powerful? Can you think of a, a photo or can you think of a moment where, where something about the photography that you created really spark some kind of realization or some kind of uh, awakenings? Hmm. I started quite early. I, I have a photographer. My father is a photographer, so I was given the camera quite early. I started already when I was seven. Wow. Uh, but it was towards when I became a teenager, like when I was 16, 17, when I started to become more interested. I, I developed my own black and white mm. film and, and, and worked in the darkroom, things like that. I think I would say around my 20s. Okay. Yeah. So actually quite late. And it is, see the thing, it is funny. The, I, I, I always took pictures, but after school, I was out traveling and I went to Israel, I went okay. to Egypt and I became really sick. Oh, that's nice. I became really, really sick. So I got meningitis. Oh, wow, wow, the, wow. Uh, in, in Egypt? In Egypt, in the bacterial. infection. Yeah, oh, the wow. bacterial one. So when I came to the, uh, and I was, after two days, I was in a coma. Sure. So, and then when I was sent to the hospital, they told my friend, you know, she has about 10% to survive this. Yeah. And I was really sick. So I was in the hospital for three and a half weeks and then flown right back to Sweden. So then I was, it actually took a year and so for me to slowly recover. recover. And reading that I used... I think you have to wait while the... 
Well, uh, speaking of Israel and, uh, and combat helicopters. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I look Israeli because I am Israeli. Yeah. So, yes. so yeah, so I was flown back to Sweden. It took me about a year to recover. And reading, I think, that I really enjoyed before became more difficult. So I actually focused more on the visual uh, thing. So, actually, after that, I, I, I also worked, you know, when, I, when you work with the um, Hasselblads and uh, big form of camera, you, you see the picture upside down yeah. and, and, and flip, yeah. yes. So, I, I did that for many, many years. It's not until I had to work with the small, medium, the 35mm the, the cameras, sure. <laughs> I started to work uh, like the right way. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, I really had to work hard actually to, to do that because I easily would work upside down and flip. Okay. Mm. But that's an interesting point. Working in black and white is itself a kind of a step away. Like it forces you to look at the world as a kind of, a kind of aesthetic, formal, you know, it's like one step removed from how you actually see. Yeah. So maybe even though it's in color and you're looking through the, 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 you know, the medium format, that's also flipped in and yeah, so I can see now how does that relate to this image where or does it relate to this image where what's really interesting is that the, the the composition is just perfect it's just you clearly know what you're doing like this is just it's, it is just a, a hyper beautiful aesthetically pleasing photograph so is your process when walking around to break things into light and shape and and like, do you do that as you see, or do you kind of just go with the flow? I lights and shadows and reflections are. I I I I see I see that already. Yeah. So and it's I and I think for a lot of photographers, I mean, it's our gift. Sure. Yes. I can quite easily the way I see it. Uh, decide whether I want to have it in if I see it in black or white or, or okay. color. Okay. I, I can see both. Right. It doesn't really, yes. Yeah. But, but, but this, for example, I don't read a Chinese character, but uh, the gallerist, Sin Sin, she, she said that this is a really nice way because it says, I, li I love slow cooked food, mm -hmm. and here is a double happiness sign. Oh, okay. Which obviously is really nice together. Right. Okay, yeah. so uh, Andrea is basically pointing to the um, I like slow-cooked slow food in, in Chinese characters out of sort of classic neon. Mm -hmm. And then the name of the restaurant is called the Hangout Corner, I guess? Yeah. And then when she's pointing to the double happiness uh, character is just outside the building on maybe the entranceway to an apartment building or something. So yeah. it it's and that's not at all, and, and well, sorry, that's not a, a neon sign. So, yeah, some images you kind of feel like whoever made this image is clearly a photographer. Just the attention to, to the exposure, and like I'm saying, like I said before, the, the way it's printed, where you see this one guy off in the, off in the alleyway, in, just barely in the light, checking his phone or whatever. I mean, there's such a, a depth and richness. Uh, that, that, you know, I appreciate very much. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you. Yeah. yeah. Let's uh, move on.
already fourth photo. Okay, so here's what's really interesting. So I started chasing after you. Yeah. And I said, oh, send me images. And you're like, okay, okay. Yeah. And so you sent me images. And then one of them came to me and I was like, uh, okay, so this is the image. That, okay, so this one's in color. But it's almost like, um, what's that called? Like color vision from like the 1960s, 70s movies, you know, in the cinemas where the, 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 the color is all really rich and saturated. And uh, it's, it's you have you got a tree on the left that is essentially dead. So it's got no leaves. It's just the trunk and a bit. Of, it's very gray. The sky has these very rich, fluffy clouds. It's dark, dark blue with bright white clouds. Uh, there's grasses and what looks like uh, dandelions. It's very romantic. And in it, there's a, there's a woman with a very pale dress. I don't know what's on her head. Is it another veil of sorts? It's a hat. It's a hat. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then she's holding up, I'm assuming, um, uh, flowers. flowers. Now, you're going to send me the, the, the right image yes. for me to put on the website. Yeah, yeah. And yet, yeah. What, I, what I received was, I was like, uh... This is, is this the right image because it's fine, but it's, 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 there's this, the whole thing's out of focus and blurred, which, which is kind of, I mean, okay, so let's put away the out of focus blurred thing and imagine, yeah. you, you remember the, the, is it totally sharp? It's super sharp. Super yeah, sharp. almost too eyes. sharp. It's <laughs> almost too sharp. So actually it is nice when you see it a little bit blurry. Yes, it's super sharp. It's shot in a beautiful day down the river Thames in uh, outside Guildford, actually. And uh, yeah, I, 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 I saw this tree and I was struck by the tree. Uh-huh. And the tree was struck by the, <laughs> by the light. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think. But uh, that's why it looks all dead. So you're what by the tree? You're, you're... No, I just did a word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is I, the word? Like, I'm not sure I no, I said that I was struck by struck the tree, by the tree? Okay. and the tree was struck by the by the light. By oh, the light, okay, got it, got it. <laughs> okay, is she placed? I placed her there. Okay, okay. Yeah, this is a, a, a fashion shoot. Okay. And uh, I, I saw the tree, and I said, I'm going to have to take a picture. Of course. Yeah, so I put her there. So it's not a picture that was for the f- f- actual brand we're shooting. It was just uh, beside, okay. behind the scene picture. Okay. Yeah. Um, so why, why is this representative of your work? Uh, I like it. I do like when I take pictures to have, to put a lot of symbolic things in there. Okay. Yeah, and double symbolic, you know. And here, for example, you have this beautiful tree. It's obviously dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I want to look at the positive side of it. It could it could go both ways here. Actually, yeah, yeah. I can see sure. um, that you have all the nourishment that comes from the ground. But here, it, it's the beauty and the nourishment goes through the girls instead. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one of the um, reactions I've had is that, oh, this could be a still from a movie. Oh, this is so cinematic. Oh, this is so dramatic. Thinking about all of the other people who have been on the podcast in terms of the other types of photographers, Mm. everybody's different. But you're different in a very kind of different way. And um, does cinema have an influence on how you think and see the world? I watch a lot of cinemas, yeah, yeah. a lot of a lot of uh, movies. 
I think it affects me that way that I can get get very inspired by them and and the cinematic and and colors and and moods. I I learn. Okay. Yeah. But or or is it just maybe that maybe it's it's just baked into the format. Right, the camera yeah. format, right? Yeah. The, the the medium format camera maybe just has that feeling. Somebody who'd look at these these images, they're very classical in a sense. So so in terms of your aesthetic, right? Yeah. So what have you learned in terms of, of art theory, art history? We, I, I did study. I, I I've I've learned basic knowledge, mm-hmm. how you can work to work with symbolic and and structure in, in photographs to, to be able to communicate okay. what you want. So I also have uh, I've studied uh, communication, okay. which is also good if you do work as a photographer. Yeah. And um, I, I, I still have to say that it is, well, I've been, I've been working for many years mm-hmm. and I've been taking pictures for many years and it keeps, you, uh, you need to practice. I should take pictures every day sure, sure. because it's still something that even if I've been doing this for many, many years, it's something that you need to do practice. Well, for sure. And, mm-hmm. and it's, to keep up. Okay. So as a practice, I just, the previous um, uh, guest was yeah. somebody who has a lot of experience, not as a photographer necessarily, yeah. but a lot of experience, for example teaching judo a lot of experience so we're, we talked a little bit about mastery uh, a mastery of anything by definition means you're using it you're doing it it's, it's like a practice it's yeah. like it's involvement and so i'm not trying to put you on the spot to sort of say well to really to dive into your head yeah. but it's more about how would you say after this many years of, of doing photography has your mentality shifted because for example is a 25-year-old you, would, would she have been able to have made this series of the 100 days? No, I, I don't think so. If I have to answer this, <laughs> I do think that it is some... You don't have to answer <laughs> <laughs> uh, It is... Um, I do search. I'm, I'm, I'm searching. Okay. Yeah, so it, it, it's, it could be some searching for my identity okay. uh, and I, I do think that through the pictures I take pictures of I, I try to imagine to 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 be see through their eyes okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. it could be a dog it could be a, sure. a person it could be anything okay so um, the, the question that to me begs to be asked is so have you been to Korea what is your connection to that part of your identity, even though it was turned off? Yeah, I've been to Korea a lot. Yeah, but it's beautiful. So yeah, yes, I love, it. I love it as well. And I've been taking a lot of really good pictures that reminds me about this, actually. Okay. So uh, and it was, for me, especially the first time when I came there, it was interesting to see the way I, 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 I saw, took the pictures, whereas 10 years later... But even though I went back to Korea uh, later in my in my life, in my adult life, um, how can I say? I'm I'm. Say in Swedish. <laughs> say in Swedish, please. <laughs> I've come to terms with my own identity. Okay, of yeah, course, of course. Well, that's yeah. a maturity thing, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you get. It's also a reflection yeah. of our age yeah. and our experience. Yeah. yeah. 
But because before I, I only felt Swedish and then I went back to Korea and I felt only Korean and then after some years after that I I realized well I, I, I don't have to be anything. I mean I could be just me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what would you say because look, I I don't know anything about Sweden, but I understand that um, there's a there's a sort of a, a, an ethic or, or aesthetic or a, a history of design that yeah. you know most people think oh yeah I Sweden IKEA it's like the, the the cliche but the role of design in Sweden to me seems to be extremely um, well articulated and people seem to understand it or not. I mean so that's as an exter- as an outsider so what do you feel is very Swedish about your work. If I understand you right, design, <laughs> By the way, my it, questions are never easy to understand. The way I understand you is you're trying to say that a lot of Swedish design is very simple and clean. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe, <laughs> if that's how we talk about it. And when I take the pictures, I, I do try to find the, the, the essence to make it as clean as possible. Sure. Not, not, not too much things around. Yeah. Uh, try to uncluttered. Close the closer. Yeah. Um, for example, if if uh, if you look at Picasso, for example, in the beginning when I, when he was painting, it was very detailed and a lot of uh, things happening. And the more he he drew, you know, the more sim- simple the the painting sure. turned out. So, yeah. so that's what I'm trying to say that I'm I'm aiming, or, or I I think that. I like that, yeah, to get rid of all the things. Okay, so you say that, and then I, I think about your images, and so in the series, it, it, I don't think it has anything to do with what the subject in the image is, right? So, for example, the first photo has the two dogs with the reflections in the glass, and behind it, this architectural building. It's somebody who's looking at it might think it's really busy, but then looking at the photo of, of the, the woman with the veil that's very pared down, then the photo of the, the, the you know, the woman in, in, the, in the cafe, or and then the last photograph of the, the woman by the tree. Like, so when you describe it as a, as a kind of a process of looking at the scene and pulling out what's not necessary, I, I really kind of, I feel like I understand what you're trying to say in that maybe that's what it is about why it reminds me of movies and cinemas, because in a, in a movie, on a set, everything is placed. Like yeah. everything is there for a reason, mm. right? And so this image of, of the cafe, it looks like everything was put there. You know, it was like it was composed. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. That you really have a sense of, well, I'm going to look at this or present this in a way that that really uh, takes out all the gar- the garbage or the, mm. the noise or whatever. You know? yeah. that, I don't know if that makes sense. To yeah, you. yeah. I, I, I. I that's the way I work. I mean, if you look at, look at a lot of pictures that I would pick out on my own, which I like, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. What about, so part of the, the podcast is to is to inspire. So other people kind of, my, my idea of the podcast is I just go and I meet interesting people who are doing really cool stuff. Yeah. And then they tell me their story. We talk about their work. And then maybe, who knows, that will inspire somebody else, right? Mm. So Hopefully. what... So you, your your stepfather got you started in photography, but can you think of something or someone that really affected your your development as a 
and and I, to the listener, I'm really sorry about the noise, but there there's like helicopters, boats, everything. But anyways, we're doing our best. Yeah, I uh, at college in London. One of the last weeks, we had uh, we had we had our own mentors, and this guy, I I know he was named. I remember his name was Peter. I don't really remember his last name but he I've met him three times before and then I showed him my final portfolio for him and just the way he was he saw my pictures 13 pictures was the review or the reaction was so nice I mean it was so fine and, and, and great and I was able to to get become so happy and and how can I say? He he really was able to understand that I was able to to work and as a as a photographer mm-hmm. and and he really uh, was able to see the pictures I was the way I wanted them to to be seen. So it was very important for me to be able to continue. I, I've to, I've told this story to uh, to other people, you know, so because it, it was. One of the reasons I was, yeah, I got my such good confidence at, mm-hmm. the, at the time mm-hmm. was because of his, his review of my portfolio. Right. Now, are you a mentor to other, to other people or are you just, nah, I'm not going to be a mentor to anybody? <laughs> Sorry, if I... Are you a mentor to somebody or stay away n- from me? N- no, I, no I, I, can, I can be. If someone wants me, I can. Really? Absolutely. That's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so like in, t- in terms of the what I do for my living, yeah. a lot of what we talk about is the importance of masters and apprentices, right? So a mentor and a mentee. Mm. Uh, so I can totally see how when you, as you're telling me this thing, I was just like the word, I was like confidence, confidence. He gave you the confidence. You know, like, I can feel it coming up because sure enough, it's, it gives you the bravery to say, "Hey, wait a second. Maybe I, I, I'm allowed to do this." Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was. Uh, I'm not saying that people around me was not didn't say or like my photographs or could see my my skills, but it was something about him that really, really gave me the the true confidence to come to believe that I was doing the right thing. Andrea, I believe. I love it. I really love your work. It's my first time really looking at your work, and uh, I, I definitely appreciate it. So good to meet you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Too. Shooting it raw? Yes. Shooting it raw.